and welcome to the Roll 4 Podcast. My name is Braz. And I have a storm in my soul. And welcome to talk about TNT! Seriously, I think it's gas. No. <laughs> so it's less a storm in your soul and more a hurricane in your bowels. Not bowels. Oh, bowels. Yeah, bowels. Yeah, kind sure. of bowels. Okay. We went there already. Went there early. Yeah. Well, just, just fingers crossed I don't shit myself. I was convinced you were going to say, and I'm Stormzy, and then we were going to do a little bit of, sometimes I think I'm bonkers. Was that Stormzy? No. Who Dizzy was Rascal, Dizzy you Rascal. Rascal. What did Stormzy do? I don't know. No? No, neither do I. Oh, did Stormzy, um, uh, written in the stars a million miles away. Is that Stormzy? No, that was um, oh. Tiny Temper. Uh, Tiny no, Temper. Yeah, yes, yeah, Tiny right. Temper. It's all grime, though, isn't it? No, is it not grime? I think that's pop. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know what grime is. Um, a um, a um, a person once asked me if I liked. Oh, what's the type of music it is? I can't remember what type of music it was. Folk. No, they asked me if I like like grime, and I said, "Who's that?" But <laughs> <laughs> oh no, was dubstep. It, was they, it a they young said person? I, yeah, do I like dubstep? This is when I had I had my iPod on. I was working in the kitchen. I had my iPod on shuffle, and um, like one of the the younger people, one of the waiting staff, was like flicking through my iPod and going, "Oh, you got some real old school stuff in here." And I'm like, "Old school." Uh- Oh, oh shit! It's fifteen years old. That's so shameful. Even your ancestors felt a bit. Yeah, that's that's the day I truly <laughs> felt old. Um. Anyway, we are going to talk about another, the final barbarian subclass. Oh, I can't believe it. it's like a it's like a warm embrace. The barbarian subclasses. I know. I know. Um. What par- a, what what one to wave away on? Though. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Path of the Storm Herald. Woo-wee. This is um, this is. Uh, this this one's a lot. I I think this one's actually one of my favourites. It might be. There is some really. So this is another one with pathways within the yeah. within the subclass. There are some really strong ones, much like the Totem More. There's some really strong ones and yeah. some f- fairly weak ones. Um, I also think this is the kind of uh, subclass which has to be very very specific to a campaign setting. Yeah, a hundred percent. You need to know what you're going into before yeah. you get it. Um, but right, do it for me, mate. Ooh. What a way. Yeah, um, well, whilst I'm doing it to everyone, I'll do it to their ears as well. So lend them to me. Make it consensual. <sighs> Typical barbarians harbour a fury that dwells within. Their rage grants them superior strength, durability, and speed. Barbarians who follow the path of the Storm Herald learn instead to transform their rage into a mantle of primal magic that swirls around them. When in a fury, a barbarian of the path that taps into nature to create powerful magical effects. Storm heralds are typically elite champions who train alongside druids, rangers, and other sworn to protect the natural realm. Other storm heralds hone their craft in elite lodges founded by regions racked by storms in the frozen reaches of the world's end or deep in the hottest deserts. Of all the blurbs for the subclasses, it's a big one. That's one of my favourites. It, yeah, it gives you exactly what you're doing. Like mm. this one, uh, like this is this is the perfect barbarian subclass for me personally. It also describes a, a D&D party perfectly. It says, oh, you mates with rangers and druids as well, by the way. Yeah. Like it's, this, this is the kind of thing where it feels like you should start at like level 14. Yeah, it does. It feels like a fully formed character yeah. even before you start. Um, it's, so they spoke kind of, um, uh, vaguely about it in the in the blurb but basically each of these barbarians um emit an aura mm. which extends 10 feet in every direction 
and the the uh, effects that are created within this aura at each different pathway affect all creatures within that space. Yeah, ten feet in every direction. This is massive. It's it like it's massive. properly big. Um. Now, is it everyone in the area, or do you choose the people? Like, do your party get affected by it? Uh, oh, I don't know. I think we're going to find that out as we go along, yeah, to be honest yeah. with you. So um, let's get going, shall we? Third level. We can choose desert, we can choose sea, or we can choose tundra. Now, unlike your totem warrior, you choose one and you stick with it. Yeah. You can't mix and match this one. No, that's good because some of these are. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They're a bit. They're a bit much. So let's start with desert, shall we? So all creatures in your aura take two fire damage. The damage increases when you reach level. So it's three at fifth level and six at twentieth level. It's not much, is it? It feels like going Super Saiyan. Do you know what that is? No. So Dragon Ball. Um, so basically, what they are is they're you know, space monkeys from elsewhere sure. and they have like this power level and to increase it, they have to go into what's called going super saiyan, which is where they kind of use the energy around them and it gets like, it was like almost on fire. Mm-hmm. And that's what it feels like when you, when you rage because of the desert side of thing, it feels like everything just like bursts of like, like wisping smoke and heat kind of emanate off you yeah it's you're you're drying out the ground around you it's like you're turning everything around you into the desert like you're cracking bricks on buildings yeah like this is why i love this stuff so much because as as a player you can you expect a certain level of description with this like you have this stuff affects everything around you all Mm -hmm. the time when you're because you're raging all the time in battle right yep um so you, you put it beautifully. What I see is um, six points of damage at twentieth level, <laughs> which is which is battle rager territory, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a bit... But then it is third level. I was going to say it's like third level effects. Um, and this is this is on top of everything else. This isn't just the thing. Yeah. Like again, or I suppose it's pretty... all creatures as well. If you're surrounded, if, if there's four creatures around you, then suddenly you're talking about twenty-four damage total. I think so, it's cool. Yeah, okay. And and desert does get pretty hot and sweaty as we go on as well. Yeah. Uh, but tell me about the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. When the effect is activated, you no, can choose. No. Okay. No. Fine. Uh, <laughs> you can choose one other creature you can see in your aura. That target must make a dexterity saving throw. The target takes 1d6 lightning damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. The damage increases when you reach certain levels in this class, increasing to 2d6 at 10th level, 3d6 at 15th, and 4d6 at 20th. Do you know what I mean? I mean, again, what, are you saying this is bad? No, no. What I'm saying is your desert is six points of damage at 20th level, where oh, and then the sea actually this is quite cool because the desert is all the creatures in the aura. Yeah, the sea is one creature. Just lightning strikes coming down and smashing into stuff. And there's a deck save involved. Yeah, do you know, do you know what? It's, it's it is really good. Cool. It's yeah. really good. Like I these these are probably the best level 3 abilities. Uh, just as a starting point. These are the best abilities in the barbarian subclasses that have come out. Interesting. Because they now, give you... I, I, I'm tempted to refute that, but I couldn't possibly pick out an example to, <laughs> to back myself up right now. <laughs> I want to say no, yeah. but uh, I can't think of it. But the reason is, is because these... So it's not just about rolling dice and doing damage, right? Mm. D&D is not a game of rolling dice and doing damage. Yep, okay. This 
immediately gives your character the magic juice, the X factor, whatever the hell you want to call it, that makes it memorable. This is the definition of when your DM says, what does that look like? Yeah, I've made Ursula. I am now Ursula. Yeah. I am I am just throwing maelstroms of stormy weather. Like, I mean, Jesus Christ, you're busy harboring a storm within you. The desert, you're baking stuff around you. And the tundra, I mean, I actually like the tundra more at points than the others. But, yeah, it's so cool. And you get the extra bits of damage as well that you don't really get other classes. Like, you're really ramping up into something that is... It it really does ramp up as well when we go yeah. down the levels, yeah. yeah. Um, right, Tundra, still at third level. Um, each creature of your choice within the aura gains two temporary, temporary hit points. Temporary hit points increase, so it's uh, three at fifth level going up to six, uh, six points at 20th level again. So it's basically desert. But the other way, what I like is desert, but the other way around. Yeah. Instead of doing damage, yeah. you're giving life. Instead of hot, it's cold. Yeah, I, it's, and I, re- I really like that. Like, it's such a... There are very few barbarian pathways that are um, that are helpful characters. Like, you know... They're, utility. They're utility yeah, characters, yeah. thank you. It's all damage, damage, damage. Very few of them go, let me help you guys. Yeah, and it again, at 15th level um, and, and 20th level, it's still, like, such a handy thing to have. Like, you can... The one thing that Tundra does at level three is it. This is the hardest one to kind of, in my head, narratively explain, because I always find, oh, in my head, like the cold is like frostbite and you know things like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't see it as like a healing thing. But well, uh, Maester Eamon says that um, fire destroys and the cold preserves. There you go. Then also, I just as I do in my my rule bending ways. I just thought that uh, when this effect is activated, each creature within your aura gains two temporary hit points going up. Now, if one of your buddies go, drops to zero hit points and is then unconscious, you can drop out of your rage, mm. stand next to them, re-enter another rage, activating the effect and giving them two hit points and do, stabilizing them. Do temporary hit points stabilize? Well, that's a question for your DM, isn't it? But I'm going to say no, just because you've pointed it out. Oh, come on. Yeah, no. I think that's a really clever way to use the yeah, effect. Like, and also, you got some, and imagine, imagine they touch the body, and like the, the body kind of like chills cold, and then they wake up. Oh, like a big mortuary. If I, <laughs> what I find with you as a DM, if I can describe it in a slightly poetic oh, okay, way, you, you, you let it. me yeah, do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think should be the way with D&D. Like, reward your players for being creative. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's like the golden rule, isn't it? It is. Right, tell me about Desert at 6th level. Oh, there's a storm in my soul, Fraz. It's moved out your bowels then, has it? <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's just gone up. I think it's like uh, acid reflux. Yep, absolutely. Um, I'll, just right, I'll take an emodium. Um, <laughs> <laughs> stupid podcast. Uh, desert. You gain resistance to fire damage, and you don't suffer the effects of extreme heat, as described in the Dungeon Master's Guide. Moreover, as an action, you can touch a flammable object that isn't being worn or carried by anyone and set it on fire. Yes. That's cool. Yes. That's so cool. It means nothing. Resistance to fire damage, oh, man, don't yeah, care. Whatever. But being able to touch things and set them on fire, <laughs> uh, yes, please. I just... Yeah, I mean the the practical purposes of it are are pretty slim to none, but the the now, high the hijinks. Now, what would you what would you determine as a flammable object? Is a wooden bar stool a flammable object? Yeah, 
so basically pretty much anything is a flammable object really yeah i guess if it's all flamm- flammable material especially in a D world where they haven't invented plastic or synthetics yeah there's stone a lot of stuff stone oh fair That's enough fair enough but um that is i mean it's cool it is cool that's one of those things um a bit like um your eagle flying speed mm-hmm. when the opportunity arises mm-hmm. like for example you're fighting you know a bad guy you're struggling run out lock the door touch the building the wooden building it goes up in flames <laughs> oh do you know what this is, immediately goes like everyone's gonna be asking what stuff's made of all the time now mm, like it's yeah. gonna cause that that schism where you're like oh god i now have to describe everything in immense detail it's a bit like when certain you get certain abilities if creatures are like undead or if they're fiends you go so mm. would you describe this as a fiend <laughs> yeah. oh, does it look know. fiendish in your eyes like <laughs> yes but still, I like that. Yeah, it's uh, good. Right, the C. You gain resistance to lightning damage, and you can breathe underwater. You also gain a swimming speed of 30 feet. Um, now, talking about needing to know the campaign setting before choosing yeah. the subclass, being able to breathe underwater is incredibly powerful. Yeah, I mean, if you're Kevin Costner, you're, you're picking this one. Absolutely, yeah. Unless you're Kevin Costner in any other movie. I don't know, Robin Hood. That would have helped in Robin Hood League of Real Under. Mind you, the fire resistance as well would have helped. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, but it's hmm. one that has a resistance to sexy gazes. <laughs> <laughs> that's resistance to being charmed, isn't it? Like fucking bards everywhere. Yeah, what did I call it? Sexy gazes. <laughs> Can we replace um, uh, charming with sexy, sexy gazes? gazes. Yeah, yeah, let's do Deal. it. So, yeah, see, it's a bit meh, isn't it? Like I said, the the format for subclasses for Barbarians tend to be like something that does damage, then sixth level is like a a flavor one, which is quite cool. All right, give me Tundra. You gain resistance to cold damage. Obviously. (laughs) Don't interrupt me. I'm trying to orate. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, You gain resistance to cold damage, and you don't suffer the effects of extreme cold as described in the DM guide. Moreover, as an action, you can touch water and turn a five-foot cube into ice which melts after one minute. Stop there. I'm going to deliberately inter- interrupt you there. As an action, you can touch water and turn a five-foot cube into ice. Yeah, we know what, what's happening here. That is amazing. Yeah. Read the end of it. This action fails if the creature is in the cube. Boo. Yeah, I know. I'd delete that. If I was a DM, I'd go, nah. If, the, if there's a creature in the water, you can freeze them. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, it melts after one minute, so they're not going to... I mean, they're not going to suffocate. No, but it, it might give you respite or like yeah. you can you can do a lot in a minute of combat. Is that's ten rounds. That's yes. so long. It, it is, but what you can say is it, you'd have to have a little discussion with your with your party about it. So you you freeze them. I mean, imagine if you've got um create water. Mm-hmm. So your your druid or whatever creates this is exactly water. It. It's a double team, right? Then you freeze it, and then suddenly you go right. What are you doing? You've got a minute. And maybe you give your players a literal minute to decide what they're going to do before it melts, and then you re-roll initiative. I suppose that is one good way of doing it, I guess. Because they could all dash away, run away. They could then all get into hiding <sighs> positions. They could like push it off a cliff. Yeah, but you can do it all the time. It will become. It will become. I don't know. I can see why they put it in there because if you find. But what's the point in the freezing a five foot cube of water? What's right. the point? Uh, have you ever drunk a uh, particularly hot Sauvignon Blanc? Oh, I suppose you could run across water. Yeah, couldn't you? Like create um, stepping stones. Yeah, you can. You do things like when you're in like a tavern or a bar, you can freeze all the 
the ale. Uh-huh. I suppose it's say water or liquid. It's water, isn't it? It does say water. I'd, I'd probably retcon that to liquid. Yeah, get a little bit of um, a little bit of homebrew in there. Yeah, um, that one's got potential. It does. You probably need to give it a little bit of. Um, They've gotten worried about um, overpowering that one, haven't they? Yeah, probably. They just added that bit and gone. Oh God, what happens if the it's the it's the, you can't create water inside someone's bloody body, or yeah, you yeah. can't take water out of it or control water mm. uh, it's the same thing right they've gone like ah in some cases if you're really really thinking about it you can make this absolutely terrifying yeah which i like uh, <laughs> uh right what's the next one uh oh we're at 10th level now so 10th level is the same for everybody mm-hmm. okay so um each creature of your choice has damage resistance you've gained from the stole sto- storm soul so if you've chosen Tundra, everyone gets resistance to cold damage. If you've chosen Sea, everyone gets resistance to lightning damage. And if you've chosen Desert, everyone gets resistance to fire damage. Again, it helps to know what kind of campaign you're going to be into. Certainly does. Um, that that could become really overpowered really quickly. I mean, as a DM, though, if you know your whole party has resistance to fire damage, you're not going to throw a Memphis at them, are you? No, probably not. But most DMs, like probably myself i'm not reading individual character stuff so i'm probably not going to know that's about to happen <laughs> you find out pretty quickly though yeah you yeah. would you'd have to change everything yeah that's 10th level as well i mean i'm not gonna lie at 10th level i'm gonna be disappointed if that happens if I, that's all i get really yeah you're you're a hard person to please do you know what i have been you so got it- duck wings and you were mm. literally pissing yourself with excitement ability to fly what what did i say duck wings same thing (laughs) (laughs) i've been so in like sort of preparation slowly for this podcast um i've been reading through all of the subclasses of all of the classes and there are some just astonishing astonishing pathways through some subclasses yeah so yeah my bar is high okay um it's not about min maxing though some of it is for some people, but but the reality of it is, is just you think it's think something that's fun. Okay, yeah, no, totally. But as as, a, as <laughs> okay, yeah, but, but let off. me explain. As a barbarian, it is your job to deal damage, right? Yeah. That that is your job. You're the martial guard. You've literally told me during a battle, it is your job to do damage. That's because you weren't doing if, anything. Fair. <laughs> if you are, if you are barbar- a barbarian and your subclass isn't giving you the ability to deal but more, but you're damage, still dealing damage. But you get left behind, is what I'm saying. Because at tenth level, like all marshals get left behind mm, after fourteenth level. Oh, I'm not sure about that. The, name one that isn't. Well, we'll have a little chat when I'm flying about the place, shall we? Yeah, we'll also have a little bit when I clip your wings. <laughs> hey, you can't clip my wings. They're I can, magical. I can do anything. I'm literally God and Jesus. That is a very, very good point. Uh, so um, so you like that one, do you? Giving resistance to everyone else? Yeah, I think it's got... Again, like, I'm not playing the character. I'm probably mm. never going to play this character. Mm. But in my mind, I'm like, ah, oh, this is great. Like, you can... Again, you can add stuff in. I, I would never play... I don't think I would ever... If I was doing, like, a long 1 to 20 level kind of campaign... I don't think I'd ever pick a martial character. Okay. Because there are there are other classes out there that are so much better. I mean, what about your Path of the Zealot or your Ancestral Guardian? It's good. It's good. But there are ones that are definitely better. Okay. The, we'll, we'll get into that another day, I yeah. think. All right. 14th level, then. Let's round this off. So, Desert. Immediately after a creature in your aura hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to force that creature to make a dex save. On a failed save, the creature takes fire damage equal to your barbarian level. Pretty good. Don't have to roll. Continued damage. That's a reaction. Mm. 
Yeah, he's right. Yeah, that's what I'm asking for. Like extra damage, please. Yeah, well, you got it. In spades. Yeah. Um, the C. When you hit a creature in your aura with an attack, you can use your reaction to force that creature to make a strength saving throw. On a failed save, the creature is knocked prone as if struck by a wave. This is all starting to sound very familiar, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. They've, yeah, they've they, definitely got a theme. Yeah, they've. a lot of the barbarian subclasses are the same, just with different words. Yeah, different theming, I guess, would probably be the nicer way to put it. Yeah. And Tundra, whenever the effect of your storm aura is activated, you choose one creature you can see within that aura who must succeed in a strength saving throw or its speed is reduced to zero. That's good. That is good, actually. Uh, I, I mean, if you're stopping something from being able to move and you have a path, like, it's all about action economy here. Because yeah. You can then start wailing on it. Remember, I... So we got in some real tricky fights in our campaign already where if I hadn't been able to move, that creature would have been gone. Mm. So that's really powerful. Yes, um, I have um, I've taken the... Um, what's my feat? The Sentinel feat. Yeah. And when I hit a creature with an attack of opportunity, their speed reduces to zero. Yeah. And that has really dented your plans quite a few times. 100%. Yeah. Like it's become a real problem, whereas this is baked in. You yeah. don't have to have a feat. You can also take other feats now. So yes, now I don't have to have Sentinel. Yeah. So this one as a, as a whole Storm Herald, I I think it promises a great deal and it's got a lot of I, I was so excited at the beginning. Yeah, it's just not it's not quite there, is it? Imagine my Storm Herald parade and you are a particularly dark cloud having rained on it. Yeah, well, that's probably what you get at level 20 in this. <laughs> <laughs> 